everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 7 Trillion Podcast, a podcast all about how we can close the $7 trillion financing gap for sustainable development. Today, we're going to be chatting about a recap of the 2018 Social Finance Forum held in Toronto by the Mars Discovery District. So I'm going to give you some of my top summaries and top recap points from the event and what I feel we need more of going forward after experiencing this event for the first time and attending all the sessions. So let's get right into it and make sure you actually are subscribed to this podcast. We're going to be releasing new episodes every two weeks and bringing you a lot of interesting topics and really keeping you up to date on social finance going into 2019 and beyond. So thank you so much for being a listener of this podcast and for being with us. So let's get right into it. The first thing that I saw was there was a lot of momentum in new and interesting directions within social finance. So specifically, something that stood out to me was how we can use social finance in reconciliation with our Indigenous peoples and how Aboriginal financial institutions are actually making an impact for our Indigenous communities. So what really stood out to me was the fact that we can really help Indigenous entrepreneurs and really spearing Indigenous creativity and entrepreneurship through the means of social finance and really through supporting initiatives and social entrepreneurs that are working within these communities and really empowering them to have a say in the financing and to really receive financing for the initiatives that are already there. A big theme that I saw within this and within the conference overall was that there's a lot of amazing initiatives already out there. They're just not receiving the kind of financing they would need to really scale. So for example, um, Clint Davis of North 35 Capital Partners, which is a firm that's actually uh, raising funds right now for supporting Indigenous entrepreneurs, was speaking about how it would be amazing if they could actually have a fund that instead of being a million dollars or a couple million dollars, could actually be a billion dollars. And to really have a full and lasting impact on these communities, we really do need to mobilize more financing and that really seems to be the theme across the board, whether it's gender lens financing or climate smart financing. We really just need a lot more capital mobilized. And that is really going to be key in 2019 and beyond in terms of what we need to do moving forward. So what really stood out to me for this very first summary point is the fact that there is so much already happening for our indigenous communities and indigenous entrepreneurs. And we just need to be able to scale up so many of these programs, which are just prototypes, are only operating in a few cities, and to really allow them to be expanded to our significant indigenous population. So the second big takeaway from this event is that there seems to be a lack of communication between the people that create the deals and the people that finance the deals. So the people that are financing the deals say that there isn't enough deal flow. So they're saying that there aren't enough bankable projects, there aren't enough projects that are ready for financing versus the people that are the ones that are creating the projects, they're saying that 
there isn't enough financing out there and they don't know where to find it. So there needs to be some kind of intermediary, some kind of middle ground here that is going to connect these two groups, which seem to not be currently working together very cohesively and to actually allow people to communicate with each other. And this really needs to happen at scale and in a very broad and large way in order for this conversation to go forward in order for there to be more communication between these groups. So that I think is one of the biggest barriers is a lack of a, a perceived lack of deal flow by investors, but also a lack of investors by the people creating the deals. So that's really the second point that I noticed, and this came up in a lot of different conversations. So it came up at the Marigold um, conference right before the full event, and it also came up during the actual social finance forum. And I think it's a very important point to consider, and the people that create this kind of an intermediary or middle ground where there's a method of communication are going to be really successful. And people like the Mars Discovery District, I think, have already developed some form of a platform where people can come and actually browse projects and investors can come and learn how to invest. And the third point is there is a lot that needs to happen for this to really go mainstream. And one of the biggest things is for ordinary people to actually get into impact investing. And we had a session where we were speaking about why people have or haven't personally made impact investments. And one of the biggest barriers that came up and that I actually brought up was that a lot of people just don't know how and don't know where to go. And they it's just not a simple process for them to know how to make an impact investment. So there needs to be more of an easily accessible marketplace especially for the younger generation, Gen Z, like myself, to actually go and make impact investments because if it's going to be too complicated for us and there is a lack of simplicity in it and it just isn't something that is feasible, then we're not going to participate in it at all. So that needs to happen and it needs to happen quickly if we're really going to mobilize all this capital. We really need a way to leverage mainstream individual investors and do so quickly. And the overall impression that I had for this conference is that it was really awesome. I learned so much from all of the panelists and the speakers, and it was a great way to connect with people that are really like-minded for a period of two days. But I wish there would be more events that happen on a regular, maybe monthly basis that really bring these communities together, especially for people who may not have a direct job in impact investing, but that are passionate about it and then want to learn more about it. There should be more communities created and maybe, I don't know, I'll create a meetup group or something and we can all meet up and hang out and chat about all of this. But there needs to be more done to continue this conversation year round by the mainstream public. Um, and as I said, it just needs to be a simpler, easier process for people to really get involved in this field. And we just need to really, at this point, now that everything is kind of set up, we need to really make it accessible and easy and affordable for regular people to get involved as well. So those were my impressions of all of what I learned 
at this event, and I'm excited to see where this field goes in 2019. I think there's going to just continue to be so much momentum going forward, and I'm really excited to see what we're going to, what kind of exciting deals we're going to sign in 2019 in terms of development financing, but also in terms of domestic uh, social finance as well. And I'm just excited to see where all this goes. So feel free to reach out to me, share your thoughts about the Social Finance Forum, and thank you to the Mars Discovery District for putting it all together. And I'm excited to see where we all go in 2019. So Happy New Year, everyone. And we will see you all soon. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And also, I'm going to be making a Facebook group for this movement and for this community as a whole. So make sure to check that out in the description of this podcast. I'm going to call it 7 trillion so you'd be able to find that easily as well. So thank you again for being here and see you next time. Bye.